You want to bet like the Not For The Bay podcast? Go sign up with BetUS Sportsbook, where you can get in the game. Provides multiple sports, online casino, and live betting. Has easy deposits, fast payouts, so sign up today using promo code NFD to receive 125% in bonuses. BetUS. Bet wherever, whenever. Coming up on today's episode of Not For Debate, not a lot to share. Uh, Going to keep it real simple. NFL Week 6. Uh, we're gonna, unfortunately, we're going to go over the Washington Commanders and the Chicago Bears Thursday night game. Disappointing as we as we predicted. But, you know, the best part about the show, Silent Nail gets us right. Ain't no love lost, I'll just move how I move. Jockin' for position, I fight in nail two. Oh, I got these niggas rattled, got these bitches so low. Tell them on the tone while she blow on my flu. I got biggie dreams, give me, give me the loot. Don't put no selling on me, I'ma shoot through the roof. Every day I wake up, I'm tryna blow it down. This beat is knockin' weed, hitin' while I move through the town. I discover what it's like to say, fuck it. You can look me in my eyes and you know I'm up to something. Took a little minute, but I like who I'm becoming. What it is, good people? Welcome back to another episode of Not for the Bait. This is the four. Uh, I told you. Uh, probably was it what, Wednesday when we had the pie Wednesday. Uh, it was going to be iffy if we was going to end up coming back that Thursday night, depending on how entertaining that Washington Commanders game was going to be versus the Chicago Bears. And unfortunately, it was it was very very underwhelming. I'm not going to lie to you. I ended up falling asleep during the course of this game. And it's two back-to-back weeks where we had two, two eye-soaring games. <laughs> I, I could, I've tried to find a nicer way to say it, but it's it's impossible. Um, final score ended up being twelve to four, twelve to seven. Excuse me, twelve to seven. Washington Commanders uh, again, very very eye-soaring. Like it came, like we. I sat down and I started. I didn't even get into it probably until probably the end of the first quarter so then i was i was i was watching it in, in this uh at, in the second quarter all the way to the to halftime and i was just like yeah this is this is this is just ridiculous and then when i said when you and when i turn on the halftime show you see richard sherman and andrew whitworth ryan fitzpatrick and tony gonzalez up on there they're they're putting their little um taking the little crack at the game uh one but somebody said this is not even this is like a jv team two jv teams in the nfl playing uh another person like um talking about justin fields uh his development as a quarterback and like it, it, like both quarterbacks aren't playing well like it it was very very underwhelming i feel bad for those guys as far as the tv crews they have to sit there and have to watch these games and they have to analyze these games no matter how boring they are and it's it's like a four hour game and you just and you just you're just being tortured. You're literally just being tortured. And that's what it felt like. But for the sake of the argument, let's just go ahead and go over this game. Like I like I said, it was a final score of twelve twelve to nine Washington. Honestly the turning point of the game was the muff punt uh in the fourth quarter, which allowed the Washington commanders to go in go in and um score the first touchdown of the game. Uh, there was a whole bunch of missed opportunities by the Chicago Bears. They was in the red zone three three separate occasions. One time, Justin Fields ended up throwing an interception. Then there was a turnover on downs, and I believe there was a fumble, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but yeah, 
the Chicago Bears have multiple opportunities to win this game, even in this at the end towards the end of the game when Justin Fields ended up throwing the ball to Darnell Mooney. Unfortunately, it was right there on the goal line. It come it came down as a pass breakup. He ended up dropping it. Uh, game over. Uh, but again, two teams where it's just like they they struggled to get into the end zone. I believe they was like bottom bottom half of the league as far as scoring. For uh. Yeah, bottom half in the league as far as scoring. So this is this was kind of was kind of to be expected, which I'm not disappointed. I just just want it to be better next time. <laughs> well, I was hoping it would be better, but uh, I wanted to put the microscope on Justin Fields for a minute because of the fact that everybody sit here to question his development. And I told you one of my biggest pet peeves when it comes down to young quarterbacks being put in situations where the offensive line is incapable of protecting them. And I feel like this is a situation for Justin Fields. Like we have two back-to-back seasons where Justin Fields is under center uh, for the for the Chicago Bears, and the offensive line is just not on the NFL level. And and the fact that it starts to affect his development because when I'm sitting down, when I'm sitting down, I'm watching the game, and that one quarter that I actually did watch because he scrambled about four or five times uh, in that in that one quarter. Uh, specifically during the two-minute drive right before halftime, uh, there was a a 10 and in. I can't remember who was running it, but the pocket collapsed. Well, the pocket wasn't exactly collapsed. All he had to do was step up into the pocket and make the throw, and unfortunately he ended up breaking the pocket and ended up scrambling. So I feel like he doesn't exactly read the defense well, and it's, I, f- I feel like also he's uncomfortable when it comes to uh, reading Finding the open man, excuse me. I don't know why I can't speak this this evening, but um, yeah, f- finding 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 the open man. Like I feel like he just goes, what, one read, maybe two, and then ends up just taking off, and then clearly just misses uh, whoever might be open, and it's a big huge concern. The guys during the guys during the halftime show, they 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 picked up on it too, like. We got a Justin Fields is 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 a mobile quarterback. Like you got you can't put the restriction on him and just to keep him into the pocket. Like you have to give him the opportunity to move around, give him some bootlegs. Like we saw in the preseason, we saw in the preseason on one particular drive, um, he hit Darnell Mooney, hit Cole Komet, he hit uh, I can't remember Amonse Brown's brother's name, but he hit him all on the same drive. Like you got to get Justin Fields moving. Like he's fast. Like he can. He can move in this game. He led the, he led the team in Russia with 12 carries for 88 yards. So like you get him moving. I feel like he can, he can definitely make some plays. Um, but I feel like for the Chicago bears, a lot of missed opportunities, this game, the commanders, they escaped with a, a key, a, a key mistake by the Chicago bears by muffing the punt. And that's how they end up coming out on top. I thought that was going to end up being a little bit less depth, but I guess it was more more than what I was expecting it to be. Uh, so the rest of the NFL Week Six games, what are we gonna get into? What are we gonna get into? So uh, the San Francisco Forty ers and the Atlanta Falcons are going to kick off the uh, the one o'clock games. Where what are we looking at the spread? We have the San Francisco 49ers as the five point five point favorite. Uh, personally, I feel like the Atlanta Falcons defense is very very underrated. 
And I realized it last week when they was playing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm like, man, they literally, they literally putting, they got, they got giving the Tampa Bay Buccaneers a little bit of a run as far as on the, on the opposing side of the football. Like almost came back in and won the football game versus the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So I, if I was the San Francisco 49ers, I definitely wouldn't sleep on the Atlanta Falcons. Um, I know they're kind of, they're pretty decimated on the offensive side of the ball. Um, but that defense is 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 improving, so I'm definitely going to take the San Francisco 49ers. But I would not expect the the Niners to, um, I would not expect the Niners to you know play around with this game. Um, so I'm just I'm going to go ahead and take I'm going to take the five. I'm going to go ahead and take the five points for the San Francisco 49ers. Next game we have the New England Patriots. At the Cleveland Browns, uh, the, the Cleveland Browns are a two-point favorite. So, here's here's my issue with the Cleveland Browns. My issue is defensively. Uh, I, like the last last two weeks, I feel like they rely the New England Patriots have relied heavily on the running game, considering the fact they lost Brian Hoyer, and they they have Bailey Zapp in there just to manage the game as long as he doesn't turn the ball over uh just don't screw it up like they've been relying heavily on Ramondre Stevenson I believe Ramondre Stevenson had like over 100 yards and it eats me alive because I traded him for Travis Etienne and Travis Etienne has yet to go off but I feel like they're going to continue they're going to continue to hand the ball off to Ramondre Stevenson uh based off of that hot hand they had last week and the Cleveland Browns unfortunately aren't able to stop the run very well and also on top of that, with Jacoby Brissett, former New England Patriot, I'm pretty sure Belichick knows his strengths, his weaknesses. Um, defensively, the Patriots, I feel like they're gonna they're going to suffocate the the Cleveland Browns passing attack, and it's gonna play into their hands as far as them playing rush running the ball with Nick Chubb and and Kareem Hunt. So I'm gonna go ahead and take the New England Patriots. Uh, they're the underdogs. So I'm gonna go ahead and take the two and a half. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and take two and a half. Excuse me, money lines. I'm sorry, money line. I'm gonna money line the New England Patriots uh, in this game. Next game, we have the New York Jets at the Green Bay Packers. Uh, here's the thing. This is going to be this is this is another game where you can't really sleep on. Where it's like when you look at the Patriots, let me see people. You look at the the Packers. Clearly, they're not the same juggernaut team they used to be. Um, they, they're having issues passing the football. Well, moving the football in general, excuse me. And we look on the flip side, the New York Jets, I feel like they're like on a on the rise right now. Rush defense is an issue. So for the New York Jets, but Zach Wilson, I would feel like second, second week removed from, from, uh, from not playing after, after playing against the, the Miami Dolphins got a good win last week, this week. Uh, is going to take face a tough uh, Green Bay Packers defense. Um, I think you can't. You really can't go against Aaron Rodgers. Like I feel like I, I'm. I'm going to go ahead and take the Green Bay Packers, um, but I'm a little afraid to take that seven and a half. Um, is it forty? Is the over and under is forty five and a half? 
45 and a half. Do I believe in them being able to score over 45 points? That will be 20, 23 points a piece. What, 23 points a piece. Do they score 23 points a piece? Mm. Am I on board with that? Uh, no. Uh, you know what? I'm always going to go ahead and take the Green Bay Packers straight up. I'm not going to play around with the Packers. Uh, they had two back-to-back weeks where the games were a lot closer to what they needed to be. It's very, very disappointing. Um, again, I'm I, I, I'm concerned about the New York Jets' rush defense. I feel like Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon should have a good game against the Jets, especially how Raheem Mostert went off last week versus the Jets. So, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and go with the Green Bay Packers, and I'm going to go ahead and money line them to win the game versus the New York Jets. Next game is the Baltimore Ravens at the New York Giants. The Baltimore Ravens are coming off a win against the AFC North rival in the Cincinnati Bengals, while the New York Giants just came back from London and they had pulled off an upset versus the Green Bay Packers. Now, the New York Giants fans, they have a lot of hope in this game where they feel like they can pull this one off versus the Baltimore Ravens. Me personally, look, I, it was a good win last week. Defense is legit for the Giants. Like, I I was sleeping on their defense, and the last week, last week against the Green Bay Packers, I'm like, yeah, this this thing is real. This thing is real. Only thing with the New York Giants can can Daniel Jones continue his success throwing the football like he did last week against the, against the Green Bay Packers. Like that just came out of nowhere. I don't even think that was Daniel Jones under that helmet because he looked like a totally different player. But like I said in the past, like if they can somehow get the running game going, which I feel like the Baltimore Ravens, they do a phenomenal job stopping the run. Uh, I feel like if they, if, if, if they can do that, the Giant, the Giants have a chance as far as winning this game, being able to set up the play action and be able to exploit the secondary for the, for the Baltimore Ravens that give up a lot of yards to the air. So I'm going to go ahead and go with, I'm going to go ahead and go with the Baltimore Ravens and taking the five and a half on this one. Um, I'm, if the Giants pull this one off, then I'm like, okay, we gonna we gonna we gonna might have to ride with the Giants a little bit this year. But I, I just that passing attack for the Giants, it's a little suspect for me. I'm really not on board with this one. Next game we have the Minnesota Vikings at the Miami Dolphins. The the Minnesota Vikings are a three point favorite. Uh, again, when it comes down to the Dolphins, we're going to be dealing with Skylar Thompson again. Uh, what is, I don't even think, I believe the status for Xavier Howard is still day to day. We don't know what his status is. Now, here's the thing. When we look at these receivers for the Minnesota Vikings, you got Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson is one of the best receivers in the league. Uh, last week, Justin Jefferson came off a 12 catch, 154 yard game. Uh, I feel like whoever's going to be on him because we know Byron Jones ain't back. Xavier Howard, again, he's day-to-day week with that groin. That's going to be a very, very tough matchup. A very, very tough matchup. And then on top of that, you got to deal with Dalvin Cook and uh, and Matson too as well in the running game. It's going to be difficult for the Dolphins to be able to deal with that one-on-one matchup with Justin Jefferson and at the same time 
still deal with the rushing attack for the Minnesota Vikings. I know I took the Dolphins to lose last week. Unfortunately, I'm going to have to take the Dolphins to lose again this week because the Dolphins give up a lot of yards. They give up a lot of yards. They don't let the guys in the end zone. They force teams to make mistakes. But I, I honestly think I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to head, go ahead and take the Vikings. I, I got to go ahead and take the Vikings, and the Vikings are going to go ahead and cover that th- those three points. Next game, we got the Carolina Panthers at the Los Angeles Rams. Now, the Los Angeles Rams, I feel like they're on life support right now as a team. Uh, the Carolina Panthers, they just made a head coaching change. Matt Rule is out. Steve Wilkes, the former Arizona Cardinals head coach, is in. This is going to be tough to pick. It's literally going to be tough to pick. Like, this would be like the Rams, I feel like, offensive line issues, can't run the ball, can't pass the ball. And, like, a lot of, a lot of people are starting to notice, like, we look at Cooper Cup. And it's it's not looking like he can be a number one guy. Like separation is a big issue for Cooper Cup, and it's it looks like they are really missing Odell Beckham Jr. Like them be their the ability for him, the, his ability to be able to stretch the field, um, just him to take a lot of pressure off Cooper Cup. I feel like that was that was very complimentary. But my my whole thing is just the pass protection. Last week they gave up five sacks to the Dallas Cowboys. Like they are struggling. But both teams are struggling. Like I um no Baker Mayfield is a possibility he may not play. I, if if the Los Angeles Rams want to decide to get back on track, this would definitely be the game. I'm gonna go ahead and take the Rams. I'm not too confident in taking the Rams. The spread is ten points. I'm going to take the Carolina Panthers to cover the 10 points. That I will do. 10 like like man it's 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 really tough. The front four for the Panthers is is pretty good. Brian Burns has four sacks already on the season. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and take the Carolina Panthers to cover that spread. Next game is the Arizona Cardinals at the Seattle Seahawks. The Arizona Cardinals are a two and a half point favorite. Um, the Seahawks are definitely a team that is surprising a lot of folks. Uh, their defense is not very good, but offensively, when you look at Geno Smith, he's looking like, like, like a, like, like first round pick out of West Virginia. Like I stated last week, he's looking very, very good. Uh, on the flip side, you know, I'm not really a fan of the Arizona Cardinals offense, but I feel like against a, t- a defense like the Seattle Seahawks, I feel like it should be a lot. They should be a lot more efficient. Um, but Gino, his ability to air it out with with DK Metcalf and, and Tyler Lockett, and then they just put Kenneth Walker in as the he's going to be the guy now at the running back position. I feel like they dead, they're definitely doing some things. But the Arizona Cardinals defense is pretty good. It's ranked number one in the league, so I'm definitely going to go with the Arizona Cardinals. But I feel like if they can't move the ball against this Seattle Seahawks defense that we definitely have a problem moving forward. So I'm going to go ahead and take two and a half points for the Arizona Cardinals to take it over the Seattle Seahawks. Next up, I like this was probably the game of the, of the century and the playoffs last year, the 
Buffalo Bills at the Kansas City Chiefs. Like, if we can get a rematch of that game in the playoffs, that was just amazing. Them just going back and forth, back and forth, scoring. It was it was everything that a a football fan could ask for, and it, it, that literally put the rest of the NFL on notice. Like, you need a quarterback to be able to air it out and get into shootouts like this to win football games. That's what it was. And I feel like in this matchup, it's going to be a very, very good game. I'm surprised it's not a primetime game. Um, that the two, in my honest opinion, two of the best quarterbacks in the league in Patrick Mahomes and, and, and Josh Allen. Uh, I feel like I, I stated the Kansas City Chiefs defense has, has been very, very good complimentary to the offense. There'd be some times where the Buffalo, excuse me, the Kansas City Chiefs, they just, sometimes they kind of like, come out the gate a little slow and then they start to, they, I think to be honest with you, I feel like they like playing from behind. I just feel like that's just what they like to do. So they could just air it out and then they don't have to run the ball. That's just me being honest. Now the Buffalo bills on the other, uh, other hand, they just want to go out there like Tyson and just get you with that, that right hook and just get it over with and, and call it. So it's, it's two high powered offenses where it's going to be a good game and I cannot wait to watch this one. But when it comes down to me having to pick, I'm going to go ahead and go with the Buffalo Bills because the Buffalo Bills is defensive front is a whole lot better. Like them adding Von Miller and they just have a rotation of guys that is just relentless. So yeah, I'm going to go ahead and go with the Buffalo Bills and I'm going to go ahead and take the two and a half points, uh, for this game. Yeah, the two and a half points for this game for the Buffalo Bills. All right, coming down to the last two games. When it comes down to that Sunday night game, I'm excited for this one, an NFC East showdown between the Dallas Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles. This is the matchup everybody's looking forward to. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys have been a very, very surprising team so far this year. Uh, you losing Dak Prescott. You bring in Cooper Rush. You the defense is uh, is flying on all cylinders. Like the defensive front for the Dallas Cowboys, I feel like you don't want to be put in passing situations against this defense because they can get after the quarterback and it, they're going to be tough to stop. On the flip side, when you look at the Philadelphia Eagles, possibly one of the best offensive lines in football. I like the depth. It's going to be a good matchup. On on that on both lines between the two, um, I just I just I just think that the that the Philadelphia Eagles for them to win this game they're going to have to run the ball. They're definitely going to have to run the ball and not try to rely on Devontae Smith and Devontae Smith and um, AJ Brown. They're definitely going to have to run the ball. So I feel like if they if the Philadelphia Eagles can run the ball effectively. Versus the Dallas Cowboys, I strongly believe they can they can clearly walk away with this game. So I'm going to go ahead and take the Philadelphia Eagles six points over the Dallas Cowboys. And last but not least, we have the Monday night game, the Denver Broncos at the Los Angeles Chargers. Now. Clearly, the Denver Broncos, their offense does not move. It is just awful, atrocious. It is just, it is stagnant. Like, it is not working here. And on the flip side, we have the, we have the Los Angeles Chargers where 
they they the, they can move the ball just defensively. They're just not very good. Personally, this is a no brainer for me. Until Russell Wilson can prove that he can, you know, sustain drives for the Denver Broncos, I'm going to go ahead and take the opposition every single time, and I'm going to go ahead and do it again. With the Los Angeles Chargers, I feel like they're going to be able to put up a lot of points, and I don't, th- I don't think the Denver Broncos can match. So this spread is four and a half. So I'm going to go ahead and take the Los Angeles Chargers to go ahead and cover that four and a half points uh, for for this game versus the Denver Broncos. So there you go. We have our NFL Week Six picks in. A deepest apologies, like I said, like, man, that game was the, the Chicago Bears and the Washington Commanders game was hard. I definitely wanted to get this, get this, get this pod out a little bit sooner than I actually did. But, hey, we got it. We made it. Um, be sure to go ahead and, you know, click the link down below in the description for BetUS where you receive 125% in bonuses upon sign up. I will see you guys. Sunday night after the Sunday night game, the Dallas Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles. I'm up out of here, man. You can look me in my eyes and you know I'm up to something. Yep, 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 yep. Ain't no fucking guess that feel like Kyrie ain't no puppet. Like the heavens need an angel just for studying. Yeah, you know it's always a vibe when some real ones collide. Gotta keep some people around who know how to survive. Hustling like a nigga just arrived Around the clock a nigga losing sense of time I done been through some shit Yeah, I been through some shit But I can do it for what it's worth Can't show no love if the respect don't come first Can't pay no mind Look me in my eyes and you know I'm up to something Ain't no love lost, I just move how I move 